0: You're such a super lady! Welcome to the Star Wars Collector's Archive Podcast. It's the Kivecast. Brought to you by Sky Payne, Fudd, and Stephen B. Danley. This month, Clatu receives the dubious and unfortunate honor of being the figure covered during the last episode with Sky's broken microphone. It's okay, we'll get him with the Klaatu skiff in about a year or so. We talk about the history of his original name, Woof, and propose an alternative future for the figure, should he have maintained this moniker. We interview our instant-gram, Grammy Daddy, Anthony Spinecky, as our new contributor and Space Freak of the Week, like Raphael Shadik. We discuss the nugget from the archive, a hard copy, which leads to a discussion of internal Kenner memos and a height of figures. Finally, the unloved item is the much-loved Sigma figure, which, it turns out, turns Klaatu into a sympathetic male stripper. All this, endless. Wampa Wampa. Welcome
1: to Kivecast number 86. Steve, we just did something for the first time in the history of the Kivecast. <laughs> you said Wampa Wampa, and I said the next bit. Yeah. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, Space Freaks. We've been joking about episode 84 being jinxed about there being a black cloud over 84. It's been sort of a thing we've kind of laughed about, but it is literally no joke, okay? <laughs> this is what happened. A couple months ago, I had my Emperor cup, the cup that I always record with, you know, the Return of the Jedi Burger Chef cup, Burger King cup. Yep. And I broke it doing the dishes. And ever since then, episode 84 has been cursed. <laughs> Now when I say curse you might think that I'm joking right but like it really wasn't like we kept on trying to record it and it would like the Skype would fail we tried to record it and, and at Steve's house his internet would go out yeah, we recorded yeah. something uh with uh, Anthony who's our Instagram account manager And then we couldn't record the rest of the episode because Steve's internet fell out. And then we decided that we'd organize something and record something about Facebook collecting with Mathieu Barthelemy and Matthias Rundahl. Uh... And it took us weeks to organize something. And when we thought we could record something, one of us would have a family emergency. It just totally felt cursed, but we finally recorded the whole thing, Steve. And I was getting ready to edit episode 84 and I was getting all excited to put it out. Finally, the chief sheriff episode would be out. And my computer completely crashed.
2: That was, that was a a dark moment there. And
1: this was the thing. Okay. My computer crashed and I thought, oh, how bad can it be? And I sent it to my IT department. They said, we can't get anything. They said, send it off to this place in Wisconsin. Send send it off to this place in Wisconsin. It might cost you $6,000, but they should be able to save it. I go, that's a lot of money, but I don't know. I'll sell some proof cards. We'll see. They can't even restore it for $6,000. What was on there? Well, seven years of lesson prep, all the research I've done this summer, um, pictures of my babies and stuff like that. But episode 84 was on there. Yeah. Um, And I'm now semi-certain that it was 84 that actually poisoned my computer and ended my computer. (laughs) So you may have heard me say 86 and the last episode you saw was 83. We are pulling a full... Kenner, okay? Yeah,
2: this is exactly um, right.
1: On on the back of the 65 card back, Wicket and Grey are blacked out. Steve, it wasn't because they were trying to keep them a secret. No, no. Because they were trying to keep them hidden. Yes. They knew that Sherpa and Logre were bad juju.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like the, the box with the Ark of the Covenant, like, getting all burnt and getting after that rat. Like, this is this is what's happening here.
1: Yeah, so we are going to get back to Sherpa. I'm going to get back to Low Grey at some other point, but for now, we're going to do something completely unexpected. I want to get things back on track. I want to get them very. I don't know. I just want to get. I want to get this episode. So it's already a weird episode because we skipped two. We skipped eighty four, <laughs> eighty five. We're on eighty six.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah. So we yeah. always
1: record the the show on my computer. And right now, Steve is recording it on his, and it's, it, we are in the Upside Down. This yeah. is, uh, um, you know, I just watched Apocalypse Now recently. Uh, we left the boat, and Lance is the captain, and uh, <laughs> that, that's you. Yeah. Uh, you do surf, too, don't you? I uh, used to. The figure of the month. The figure of the month is by the way Clatu, yes. who I dislike. <laughs> and we'll probably by the end of the episode find some way to like through some kind of Steve magic.
2: Klaatu. In the, not Clatu skiff, but but just plain old Clatu.
1: <laughs> yes, we skipped over the wonderful and interesting Ewoks to get to what is, I would say undeniably bottom of all Star Wars figures of all time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I, it's funny. Like I, I was gonna bring this up later, but I figured I might as well just bring it up now. I feel like Klaatu might be like the most common first carded figure that a collector picks up. I know it was one of mine when you know when I first got started. I don't, I don't know about you, but uh, I feel like that's like the <laughs> the gateway carded figure is can get
1: <laughs> Right. I mean, I think Steve sent me the the notes, and uh, it had the. It had the uh, the market watch, and it was just like nothing. Nothing is worth anything. Like I don't think you I don't think you could spend more than two hundred dollars on a class two item unless you he, really tried
2: hard. It would be very very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we love him nonetheless, well, I,
1: right? <laughs> no, not me. I don't love. Him. Oh, okay. But <laughs> he, here here is some of my thoughts about about class two. And I actually want to do it backwards. I'm going to start with my I, Ah. Oh no, Steve, the the woodwind flute. That's the thing. All my all my drops are missing
2: too. I I'm going to figure out something. I'm going to figure out some okay. janky janky way. This is going to be a janky episode. I'm just going to make sure that is well known. <laughs> but I'm going to try yeah. and figure it out. <laughs>
1: um. But yeah. So I might have some of the old sound drops on my old computer. Okay. But. Uh, in the event that you've come to really love all the great sound drops that I made, they are mostly gone because of the broken emperor cup that put the hex on me. I and mean, if any of you are like familiar with the black arts or anything, just let me know. I'd love to know how to break this. this yeah, hex.
2: Yeah, we need a, um, a consult, consultation here. I mean, do you know how bad it got, Steve? Like, I mean,
1: I had to send my computer away to Wisconsin. I told them I would pay them six grand to get it back. You know, like the the, the highest end of the highest thing. And they couldn't even do it for that much. Man. And then I was feeling so sad, and then I was in bed, and I lied down, and I put my hand down, and there was a dead bee in my bed, and it stung me on my finger. Jeez, this is getting like yeah, some, like some
2: serious omen, like Damien stuff going on here. I
1: know, I'm telling <laughs> you, there's, there's something kooky going it's, on. It's that um, trip iguana.
2: If you see an iguana like in your backyard, then you need to just <laughs> run. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Boy, we talked all about... That was another thing that was lost. Was we named Chirpa's Iguana. <laughs> oh, man. See, people who are to, listening to this, they didn't even know that Chirpa had an Iguana.
2: No. Okay, Okay, we got to stop. Yeah, we have...
1: Onto the Klaatu Sky Koo. All right. Or the Klaatu Green face, beady eyes. Moldy thug in a tan skirt. Woof, the dog-faced boy.
2: Nicely done. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, things that work there.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, the main thing that I
1: wanted to end with was Woof. Yeah.
2: And yeah, I yeah. think we need
1: to talk about Woof.
2: We do. Yeah.
1: And and that's something that we were going to put towards the middle or towards the end with the usual features and stuff. But I want to put it up front. So what what is the story of Woof, Steve?
2: All right. So Woof was apparently the production moniker for the character that is the figure of Clatu. And uh as far as where that that really came along I'm not exactly sure but it eventually made its way into the development of the toy and then somehow like retroactively like became canon in some weird way. I don't really care about that. I just think it's interesting that it started as this kind of nickname and uh to kind of differentiate him because apparently, you know, there there are multiple clatus out there, which I'm sure sure we'll get into. But yeah, so his name appeared as Woof, W O O O F, and I guess early early on in the production, and that that manifested itself in the figures production, which is just kind of funny.
1: Right. There's there's several early stages. There was the famous. A catalog, uh, French catalog that included Luke in Jedi robes. Right. And that has Klaatu as Woof. Right. Um, and I just th- I, I want to talk about this because we talk a lot about mistakes that Kenner made. Yeah. And I think this is one of Kenner's great mistakes. <laughs> so I understand that naming it Klaatu and then having Nikto and Barada, is a really great wink of the eye to, right. to the day the Earth stood still. So that's right. what the I don't know. The big alien said to the people was Klaatu Nicta Barada. Right. This is like, this is thinking about adults. This is thinking about adult nerds. Mm -hmm. This is like the first time I can think of where Lucasfilm is like, Oh, let's do something clever. And the adults would be like, Oh, I know that reference. (laughs) They completely missed the Mark Steve. Yeah. Because if Klaatu was named Woof, (laughs) Klaatu would be a loved figure. (laughs) That's my controversial point Ah, all right. Okay. (laughs) So let me tell you why Woof would have been more successful. He would have been the dog lover's figure.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like if his name was Woof, if you look at his face, you just see this green face and these, and these, you know, beady eyes. You don't think of a dog. Right. But if you call him Woof, all of a sudden he takes on sort of a carrier aspect. Yeah. So, That that green that makes him look so lizardy, you call him Clatu, and all of a sudden I start thinking of him like a Gorn from Land of Lost or whatever. If Woof, you wouldn't think of him as a lizard person. You think of him as a dog person, and that's why I think he was named Woof in the first place by the people on set. And there's something about him that when you call him Woof, the the figure itself looks. Seriously, do this right now. If you're at home, if you look at the figure. And you call him Woof, you start to like him more. <laughs> in particular, if you go to one of my favorite Klaatu related items, which is, Steve, you weren't ready for this. No. The Jedi Lunchbox.
2: Oh, yeah. The Return
1: of the Jedi yeah. Lunchbox has a has a great image of Luke, and he's got his his gun and he's in Jabba's palace. And of course, right. Klaatu is a is a is a part of he's one of the goons for Jabba. And he's sitting there and you realize. He's a wolf man. <laughs> if you look at Katsu in that picture on the lunchbox, he has kind of a wolf man face. And so the wolf is like he's a dog, but also kind of like a wolf.
2: Yeah, yeah. And
1: so, and, and I think that's why he has the fuzzy skirt as well. Ah. Like, I think there's supposed to be something doggish. Yeah. And people love dogs. And they think, you know, that's part of the reason Chewbacca is so popular. It's part of the reason why stupid cursed Ewoks so anyway that's <clears throat> that's my kind of bizarre theory that if yeah. he was named wolf he would have a following
2: that's interesting yeah it's funny you brought up the wolfman thing i'm pretty sure there's a like a publicity photo of him with a very kind of universal monsters wolfman pose with his hands and it totally i, I get it I, I totally get it
1: yeah i i so that's my opinion if it stuck with it he would be a beloved character there would be two or three people who focus on him at least because he'd be like, it's kind of like yak face. I mean, yak face is such a great name. That's part of the reason he's, he, he's so popular. If his name was just like, you know, <laughs> Flizbot, he'd be like, okay, well, Flizbot's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but if his name was something kind of boring like Klaatu. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I realized too, speaking of Star Trek is, um, Klatzu also looks like that stupid midget alien that um that Unkar Plot put into the new Star Trek movies to be friends with oh, the body.
2: Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, and, yeah.
1: Anyway, I, I just I think that's some kind of intentional uh thing there. So yeah, um, I, I forget that. that I forget that guy's name. He's a
2: comedian guy. Right, that he's Unkar Plot. <laughs> yes, he, he's Uncar Plot. Um
1: Simon Peg, there you go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, two thoughts, Steve. Do you have two thoughts? No, I mean, I think you you kind of brought up the 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 reference to you know the the day the Earth stood still. But I guess the one kind of funny side note I had was I remember I was at a, a flea market here in L. A. and I came across a record from the band the Canadian band Clatu, and I just couldn't help but associate that with with these aliens from Return of the Jedi and there's kind of like three distinct Klaatu characters that were merchandise-related, and I always just kind of pictured them as like the three members of that band. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. It's just I, I think if you actually paired the voices in those green faces, it wouldn't quite work. But I just I can't separate the two. That just shows how much of a Star Wars problem I have. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's a
1: fun thing. I don't think I could actually tell you which one is Klaatu, which one is Nikto, which one is Barada. I might be able to, but boy, I don't know if I. I mean, because I, I just sort of throw all those kind of lame Java guys kind of all
2: together. <laughs> They're not lame. Come on.
1: <laughs> really? Do you like
2: them? I do, but that's it's. I think just because of the the attachment to those figures, they were kind of just what I what I had the most of, and um, and I don't know, but I can see why. The, the general Star Wars population might might find them pretty lame um, if you didn't really have an attachment to them. But they they are you know they're not <laughs> the figures are great, but the characters themselves I don't know.
1: Yeah, I I did some research and trying to figure out like about people who collect these figures. Yeah, I found an old Rebel Scum picture. I sent it to you, Steve. Yeah, so who was I that? Saw, uh, I forget his name. It's some guy, on Rebel Scum, but it it was a uh, it was a uh, I think the most complete Clatu collection you could have. Yeah. I just looked at it. And it was just sort of like, huh. <laughs> like, like <laughs> it was, it was cool, but you know, with like no power of the force. I mean, I think there was a, there was a, a two pack. And then I got really excited because he has like a Colgate. And I thought, oh, oh, that's so cool. But that, but that was a custom. Uh, um, okay. So. Bum, 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 bum. Wow. We've been too negative, Steve. You have some, int- not we. <laughs> just me um i've been too negative help me love woof all right me. tell me some things i don't know you you send me something you send me show notes and i try not to read them so that way i'll be more interested in what you're going to say okay um that so sounds good to know about, yeah you said something about lily lady yeah she's such a mini lady you were such a super lady you're such a super lady you're such a lily lady you're such a super lady you're such a lily lady super so you tell me uh, what is there about lily lady to know
2: well the the one distinguishing factor is the, the card back is is quite a bit different in the sense that uh, it's kind of zoomed out a bit so in the regular Kenner card back you're, you've got a somewhat close up on the character but for the, the letty version it kind of pulls back, and you see more of his his full body, and it's really, really heavily airbrushed. So it's got this crazy look to it um, that it almost makes it look like like something you'd see painted on the side of a van or something. You know, it's like got that that kind of spray paint airbrush over the top look to it. I just thought it looked really, really cool, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, the colors are really vibrant. That's one thing about the American card back. And I have this problem with a lot of the, the Jabba figures. The colors are so muted. It's so blue atmospheric.
2: Right. Uh, almost yeah.
1: like a, like daws over it. And yeah. here you get the sense that these, the, the Mexican artists were just like, let's make that brown yellow. Let's make that tan, bright tan. And let's take the boring helmet and make it super white.
2: Yeah, I mean, exactly. He looks,
1: he looks even more lizard-like
2: yeah but he also looks more dog like i don't know he, yeah. yeah this
1: is great this it's... Is a really a really good card back
2: yeah. almost it kind of has the, the like the classic monster poster feel in a way like if you just put some crazy font around this and and like you know some woman about to be eaten <laughs> instead right. of the figure it would, it would work as a as a movie poster um, this is a call to
0: our photoshop friends make that movie poster
2: yeah i just thought that was uh i hadn't really noticed how different this particular card image was for the for the, the Mexican version. So that, that's one little extra thought, I guess.
1: <laughs> I think I might be turning around on Quatu. <laughs> because thinking of him as a universal monster, I like like a wolf man. It does yeah. make him a lot more exciting. As opposed to thinking of him as just another henchman who's going to get, who's going to get thrown into the drink. Right. It makes him a little bit more exciting.
2: Yeah. And, seeing
1: this, seeing this and then also, Steve, let's do a, a quick question. Let's let's ask our audience this. If you like this, put it in the comments of our YouTube channel page. And you know, <laughs> how many Star Wars figures have bandoliers?
2: Hmm. I can a... think of three. Three. Uh, see, I'm. No, four. Oh man! All right, you're you're ahead of me right now um let's see does the jawa have a bandolier
1: no steve The jawa has two bandoliers what's wrong with you oh my god i can't believe i know something star wars you don't yes the jawa has two bandoliers all right oh, all right Jawa's are.
2: <laughs> and then you got chewy obviously and this guy yeah. but who's who's the fourth
1: I believe IG-88 has a bandolier. Ah,
2: gun. yeah. At, I at least
1: the 12-inch figure does. I don't right. know if the 3-inch quarter does.
2: That's a good question. Okay. But yes, that's another
1: plus, in the plus column for Klaatu, a figure who has no gun but a bandolier strap.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: um, he's got that weird vibro axe thing, which uh, right. which they really got into the idea of.
2: They did, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm starting to come around
1: uh, on, on good, And You also good. sent me something about bootlegs and Uzais.
2: Yeah, so I I, I uh, found it interesting that Klatsu was one of the figures on the back of the Uzai card back. He wasn't released, uh, but he was pictured on the back. <laughs> and you know, I, I, we've mentioned this before, but when they would do the, the names for the, the Uzai figures, they would usually just... Get rid of a couple letters here and there to, to try and get as close to uh, the original as possible without raising any red flags so for him it's just spelled k-l space a- a-t-u which i just i don't know i just found that funny it's like the most yeah <laughs> it just dropped but, one a and that's that's enough yeah <laughs> but, that there you go
0: It's the Space Freak of the Week, a semi-monthly peek into our collections, whose collections are unique, and they're also our fans, and that's on fleek, so why not try to kiss my cheek, or later, maybe we could neek. As we are
1: trying to do now, Steve. We are also reaching out to people who have not been on the show a thousand times, reaching out to people who are, you know, people who listen and people who want to contribute to the show. So we are going to lock it into the 21st century um, with the uh, the person who's going to be running our Instagram account. Yes. And uh, <laughs> wait a minute, Steve. You know, my my Instagram account <laughs> was hacked. By the Russians. I think we yes. discussed this a while ago. I, I, it it I, was literally Russians, okay? Yeah. It was all these pictures of women in bikinis and with Russian written underneath it.
2: Right. Yeah. What if they <laughs> got into my
1: account and crashed my computer?
2: Oh man, this is this is getting this is getting crazy here. <laughs> I think it is. Steve, there's, have you messed just... with
1: like any Russian ambassadors recently?
2: No, no, no.
1: Uh... <laughs> okay. What if I asked you again? Steve, have you met with any <laughs> Russian ambassadors?
2: No. Just for free.
1: Just for free. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, so we're going to talk to somebody whose whose Instagram account has not been hacked yet. We've had an Instagram account, but of course, I can't check it because I don't have an Instagram account because I am, uh, I am, I've been taken over by the Russians.
2: Yeah. Um, no, this is starting to get really, really uh, disconcerting, Sky. There, there are too many, too many dark forces at work here.
1: They really are, Steve. I'm trying to figure out what am I doing wrong in my life. Like, I feel like I'm a good person. You know, it's like I treat people well. I know I'm a good dad,
2: and I'm a, a fairly good dog owner.
1: I, I don't know. I don't I, want to it's do alright. It.
2: We're, we're we're just gonna keep keep plugging along. Let's
1: let's give a call to Anthony, our new our new uh, instant Graham
2: mm, person. All right. Sounds good. Okay.
1: The, a little bit behind the curtain how the cast works. You record an interview with us um, about a month later, the interview gets lost, and then two weeks later than that, we interview you again.
3: So, yeah. It's yeah, Yeah, so it's it's been you know, going great. I mean, I, I've been having a ton of fun. I mean, as I emailed you guys, it's uh it's fun to do and it's it's it totally it's so educational. Like I end up learning so much just doing it. So it's been a, a total pleasure,
2: you know.
1: Well, as we've discussed, you know, my my InstaGram account was hacked by Russians, so I'm not able to look into it. Steve, do do you have a InstaGram account?
2: <laughs> I do, and I I gotta say, like Anthony is been awesome at like he's been going back to the the back catalog and and pulling out visual references from all of these old episodes and uh it seems like it's really really getting a lot of uh of traction so and it takes a lot of time and, and effort to do it so seriously man it's it's been awesome
3: worry it's actually kind of easy like you know i just think of i'll either go back and listen to old episodes or you know i'll think of something that i've heard in the past and it's you know, it's basically it's great because I I can then go to the the archive website and you know think of something you guys talked about, read about it, and then post it. So it's really been it's been an awesome you know process so far. So, so. well yeah, well
1: yeah, it's 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 great. I'm glad to hear that it's going well. I was really afraid that Steve did not ever look, um, or that you know. So I'm <laughs> I'm glad to know that it's going well. Again, <laughs> I've been hacked by I've been hacked by Russians, so there's nothing I can do. Um, I suppose I could start another account, but at this point, anything affiliated with computers scares me. I'm like, seriously, I've gotten all this paper and I'm like writing with pens and stuff. It's really weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, I, I think it's a really, a really fun idea. So if people want to sort of think about the Kidecast and have reasons to go back and listen to old episodes, you know, like the like, what's an example of something that you posted recently?
3: Um, yeah, so just today um, we did. So, you know, what's great is on, on Instagram, much like the Facebook groups, they have um, like a, like an Instagram Star Wars figure of the week, for example. So this week happens to be Darth Vader. There's another Instagram guy who picks the – who's pretty well followed. So he's got like tens of thousands of followers. So he picks a, uh, a character, and, you know, this is, this is the character of the week, and people post stuff about it. So this week happens to be Vader. So I was like, you know, that, that your episode with Bill McBride was awesome. So basically I, I posted something about like the mushroom tip prototype, you know, a couple of pictures, uh-huh. just a little explanation of what it was as kind of a teaser. And then just say, listen, you want to hear all about this and, you know, Bill's collection, check out episode, whatever it was, you know? So that's, that's basically what I've been trying to do. You know, just kind of like a little mini nugget, you know, to, to borrow from your, your right just to like kind of spark interest and kind of just guide them to that particular episode. And what's great is, as oh, as you guys awesome. always refer to it, it's kind of like a audio magazine. So it's not like it's ever out of date. You know, there's, you, you're interested in a right. certain, certain item or certain,
2: you know, uh, topic it's there, you know, so you can just go back. I'm scrolling through the, the feed and like, you, you really are, you kind of, you're getting at, I mean, some really, really, you know, Old content in terms of like the way we think about it. Like I'm like, oh yeah, we did talk about that like seven years ago, <laughs> and it's it's really fun. Just just from a selfish standpoint, to kind of it's been great to look back and see all this crazy stuff that that we talked about that I've I've already forgotten. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's like, like, like what's a for mushroom
3: example? Dip. I had <laughs> yeah, like I happen to have this. I had a it, I have like a carted run, and, and one of the figures I had is uh, is a Bosque. and it's one of the few that is not on a Kenner card. It's, it's a foreign card. And I listened to, I remember listening to it and I acquired this and I'm looking at it and I'm like, is this one of the toy Tony, like potential figures? And I started reading about it. I looked it up on the archive and I'm like, like, dang it, it probably is. So I actually sent it off to see if it's going to be come back as real or, you know, toy Tony. And I was like, that was an awesome episode. So I had to go find it and it was great. You know, so you know, as a collector, you, these things come up and you're like, you know what? Those guys, they they talked about it. It's an interesting thing. Let me go find out what episode that was in and post something about it.
1: Yeah. So the next thing we're going to do, and we're going to try to do this with the, the, I mean, you're not quite a space freak, but like you are a space freak, but you're not quite the space freak of the week. I mean, you are technically the space freak of the week because we're not going to record anybody else, but you are becoming like a part of the show, but we're still going to do the thing where we ask you, the lightning round but what we're going to do is we're going to ask lightning round in a way that allows for sort of broader conversation about your collecting habits and 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 who you are as a collector right that sounds like a good idea right Steve?
3: sure yeah yeah it'd be awesome um, to do it okay hey, I do, okay I so to then question so what, what i thought was yeah. awesome is i gotta tell you i found the podcast very serendipitously i I didn't really know what a podcast was. I always thought like a podcast was like, you know, if you miss like, you know, uh, some show on ESPN radio, you can go back and listen to it. I didn't realize that there were these specific types of shows. Someone told me, Hey, there's Star Wars podcast. I know you're a collector. And I just, I just searched for like vintage shows, you know, vintage Star Wars shows. And I came upon a show called the uh, vintage rebellion. I think it's called they're, they're a bunch of British guys. So I'm like, right, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a try. And I go on, and it happens to be the episode that Steve is on. He's talking about huh. his B-Link collection, and you describe what you do. You do like one figure a month, and, you, and I was like, "This you guys, seems, he seems really nice, and they do a figure a month. It's something that will help you learn." So that's how I found I found the show. It was like very random. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Oh, I don't irony. It. That's it's awesome. <laughs>
1: Well, it's it's yeah. funny because you know Avenger Blaine and you know we we have a a friendly rivalry at this point. It hasn't always been friendly, but it's been mostly friendly. Um, oh, Steve, I owe them an email. I'm supposed to appear on their show too, but I keep forgetting to respond.
2: You better well, do that. Um, <laughs> I better
1: because that's how we got Anthony. Who knows what will happen next? Although if they're talking on another show, they're not going to be like, oh, gee, we should listen to that show. Um, Steve, you're you're well.
3: That 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 you the better. One. The first, that was the first only episode I ever listened to that show. I was like, yeah. So.
1: yeah. No, no, it's, uh, uh, we, we support it and, and we tell people to listen to it. Um, but especially the one where Steve's on Um although Steve, I actually haven't listened to it yet, but <laughs> I, I can't, I can't psychologically, I'm a, I'm a jealous man, Steve. And I can't psychologically <laughs> get over the fact of you being on a different vintage Star Wars. <laughs> now I can listen to your podcast because that's your thing. But I, I don't know. I, I, I get silly like that. <laughs> uh, awesome. So, so let's find out a little bit more about uh, our Grammy daddy in St. Anthony um, by doing a sort of extended lightning round where we ask him more questions about his collection. So I think we can... So be it. Ain't having it, having it? Your house we're burning, and I don't know where your house is, Anthony. Where, where do you live? Uh, I live in New Jersey and you can only grab one item from your collection, what is it?
3: Yeah, so uh, I think, as as I probably said the last time we talked, I I, I collect mostly, like, well, actually all production figures. You know, I don't really have any any vintage prototypes. I do have some uh, Mm -hmm. modern, like, Power of the Force two prototypes, but nothing that's, like, one of a kind. You know, so if I had to grab anything, it would be my two two cases like my childhood collector cases with my childhood figures in them. Um, I figure my, my my wife will take care of the two kids. I'll have two arms. I can grab the two (laughs) cases, you know?
1: Okay. So so
3: I have, I I think we'll let them have
1: two. Is it one 3PO
3: and one Vader? Exactly. Yeah. I got a 3PO and a Vader. And it's, it's funny. I mean, I have, I have a lot of, I've got a complete loose collection on display of it and stuff that I've gotten, you know, collecting later. My, my childhood stuff I've left in the case. You know, I'm waiting until my my sons there, a little older and appreciate it, and I have something special in store to do with them. You know, with those figures. But right now they're in the basement, in a cool spot, out of light, in the case. I know exactly where they are. I can run down here and get them.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, Anthony, what is your favorite bad line from a Star Wars movie?
3: All right. So I, honestly, I've I've actually changed since the last time we talked. I mean, even though I still hate um around the survivors a perimeter create. <laughs> I, I yeah. recently watched I recently like rewatched Attack of the Clones. My son wanted to watch it and we're watching it and I have a new favorite bad line and it's from the same movie. So it's uh when Anakin and Obi Wan, I guess they they chase that shapeshifter, male slash female, into the uh into that club. And there's the guy yeah. trying to sell Obi Wan like you know, he's like so you want to buy some death sticks? You know, I hate that line. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, I mean, because I, mean, I think that kind of like it, it, it's a microcosm for what was, in my opinion, wrong, wrong with the prequels, like the prequels, other than being over CGI. It's, there's a lot of like real world, like modern day earth stuff in the prequel that shouldn't exist, in my opinion, at least in the Star Wars universe, like, you know, like diners and libraries and librarians and waitresses <laughs> and death sticks. I mean, since when are there cigarettes in the Star Wars universe? I mean, so I was like, this this sucks. That really should. I mean, the Jedi, the Jedi mind trick is kind of it's kind of funny at that point, but there doesn't really need to be a guy selling cigarettes in a club where there's like, Uh, obviously droids playing football on a, on a screen in a bar. I mean, come on. So that's, that's my new answer. I I gotta say
1: I spend way more of my life than I'd like to admit defending the prequels, but I've (laughs) never heard anyone make that particular attack on them. And what I like about it is that it is completely indestructible as an attack. Like you're completely right. There's no, like, you're right. Librarians, perhaps, you know why do there have to be waitresses in Star Wars? It's an interesting. <laughs> idea.
3: I mean, if if you listen, they're playing like 1950s like boogie music in the background in this diner. It's like Back to the Future, basically. And the, right. You know, but listen. But I'm on the same page. I do like the prequels. I'm not a prequel hater. I think it's. I think it, that they're definitely important. They explain the backstory. I just obviously prefer the original trilogy. But you know, I'm I'm 41, so that's what I grew up with. Uh,
1: what is your
3: uh, grail as a collector? Yeah, so it's funny. I, when we talked last time, I said, you know, because I don't do pre production, I thought that I wanted to get something. I, 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 one of my focuses, per se, is carded production Ben Kenobi figures. And so I started a run. Like, I have two sons. One is named Ben Benjamin. So I'm I, I trying to do a run of carded. Uh, domestic and foreign, you know, Kenner and foreign, and my other one is loose original Luke figures. I'm trying to amass as many different variations of loose Lukes, um, including bootlegs. So the Ben Kenobis, you know, I guess for me it would be one of the rarer, you know, production items. So it would, it would probably possibly be a um, like a double telescoping. Kenobi on, on card. You know, I know mm-hmm. that definitely a veil, you know, a grail is grill. If you think about it, yeah. Holy grail. It's like, there's like a one in the world and you know, hopefully, you'll probably never find it. So, you know, that that's a very obtainable goal. You know, I, I see it all right. the time. I mean, it's cost, cost an arm and a leg, but it is possible. Um, so probably that, um, uh, but Honestly, well, the, the, the,
1: the thing about, about grails is sometimes they have to be unattainable, but I also don't think they always have to be. So I, I, I like that, that it's, you know, it's something where I think for everybody it's different. You know, some people say they want a grail and it's something where they know where it is and the person who owns it will never sell it. And that's that. And other times it's just something that people can get. So, yeah. so good. Well, so if, if you appreciate it. the kind of,
3: yeah. No, so I was going to say, you know, if honestly, like if I'm thinking about the one thing that's one of a kind that I'm missing and I want to find, it's kind of corny, but it's my childhood uh, biker scout and um, speeder bike. You know, the, the, that was definitely my favorite toy as a child. And um, I, it's not in my childhood collection. When I went to my parents' house, you know, four or five years ago, I got my stuff. It wasn't there. And I think it's because it was my favorite toy, and, I, and when I put Star Wars away and started doing like G.I. Joe and Transformer, I just brought those things and put them with that. So that's up in my parents' attic somewhere, and, you know, one day I'll do my, you know, Indiana Jones impression, and go up there and find them. So that's, I mean, that's, that's a one-of-a-kind, per se, corny grail, but that's something I would really love to just find and have.
1: Well, well, the good news is, Anthony, is, you know, you and I are about the same age and uh, Steve is about 27 years younger than us. But um, the, the funny thing that we've realized since we've gotten into Return of the Jedi figures is that our stance on nostalgia has completely changed. Mm-hmm. So because because I was born in 77, Return of the Jedi is the movie I'm most nostalgic for. So when you talk about loving your childhood biker scout. Like, I totally relate to that. And I, I, I love that idea. That it was such a loved figure that it made the cut. And because it made the cut, you don't know where it is. You know, like the, you know, the, the, yeah, was hanging, of out, the with culture like, who's hanging made, out with like, hanging out with yeah.
3: like snake eyes, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, and when, when my son was, I don't know, five, I've I got a whole bunch of clone troopers for him. And then I found my childhood figures and I introduced the stormtroopers in there as well. And I named them all. And then I wrote in the bottom of their, their boots ptc which stood for pain trooper Corps, and then i would put a number (laughs) on the other foot and my the ptc number one is my childhood biker scout and i partly did that because like i want to always know which one it is because that is by far my favorite toy playing growing up that was always the best but as we all know i have a thing against the stupid Stupid speeder bike that broke apart. I lost in like two
2: minutes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So if anybody out there has a, yeah,
3: go go for it. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I was just saying. Like recently, I said I don't. I don't really go out and you know hunt in the wild per se, as uh, as people say. But actually, just this past weekend, there was a guy was very local. Found him on Craigslist. Had this great like you know small collection. It was local. It was a great price he had a speeder bike with box. And of course it's missing those damn flaps on the back. So I was like, ah, oh. I mean, it's just, yeah. uh, <laughs> but oh, well, if I find mine in the attic, I bet you it'll be missing, mm-hmm. you know, one of the three, it's probably missing the saddle. You know, it's, uh, uh yeah. I agree with you. It was my, probably my favorite little, like, you know, vehicle, but definitely not a, uh, not, uh, not the highest quality vehicle. Well, I I would
1: say that, uh, you know, for all of our fans and people who especially who enjoy the instant gram account, if you have a double telescoping Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, you should sell it to Anthony for a very low price. And if you live in his parents' attic, uh, if you could find his uh, childhood biker scout, I'd really appreciate (laughs) that. If you were a vintage Star Wars memorabilia item, which one would you be?
3: Yeah. So this one, I, I, I'm not going to change. I'm going to stick with it. And it's, uh, I'm going to say, it just happens to be one of my focuses. I'm going to say Ben Kenobi. And I think I have a pretty good reason. it's only recently have I really become part of like the, I would like to think I became part of like the collecting community. I've only been on Facebook for maybe six months max, mainly, mainly because of you Sky, like you saying, Oh, I got on Facebook and I've met people and I've been able to, you know get items i've been looking for so i was like maybe i should join facebook
2: oh
1: sweet irony
3: so i really oh, sweet irony I'm, I'm
1: the
2: one sending that, people to facebook isn't that <laughs> something
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah the, you know, the vintage been rebellion is us listeners and i send people to facebook <laughs> what's going on here?
3: <laughs> you know i've been i've been on instagram for years now you know but uh, you know, th- 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 there isn't a lot of there's it's really just sort of posting your stuff and discussing. There's no transactions on Instagram p- per se, you know, especially for like vintage stuff. So, I've kind of been collecting in isolation on my own, Craigslist, eBay, for, for like the longest time. Only, excuse me, only recently have I met any like local collectors, you know, in, in my area. So, people who come to my house like my family and my friends they come down they come to my basement and they see like all these carded figures and these displays and they're like you're a crazy old man so i feel like you know it's like uncle loman being like you know that crazy old man crazy old hermit he's he's crazy so i feel like you know i guess i'm ben kenobi but uh <laughs> that's the best thing i can come up with <laughs> awesome crazy old man
1: that's great so so thank you for for taking the initiative and for spreading us into the further into the 21st century. And, uh, and we'll, we'll be at tidecast uh, with uh, Grammy daddy organizing the show.
0: Sky here. Uh, as we listen to the beautiful beats, uh, by the RZA, uh, I just wanted to say, um, A personal uh, apology to Anthony because uh, he's probably been the biggest victim of this whole technological uh, apocalypse Uh, this was supposed to be released interview with him was supposed to be released in the summer like in July or something and somehow it got pushed back and it's going to be in November so anyway you know how how, you know how you can make it better Uh, go on Instagram and and sign up at, at KiveCast. And uh, send, send Anthony, send our, our email, our thing, send our, our account a thing and and say something, uh, you know, stupid. And uh, that, that way he'll know you, you were sent from me. Okay, thank you, Grammy Daddy. You're our only hope. Right? Wait, because you're Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right! Oh my God, it works! <clears throat> I'm improvising it, but it works. Okay, I'm not that proud of myself. Let's get back to the show.
1: All right, so with this... Crazy kooky out of order thing where we started off with an interview <laughs> uh, let's keep this magical not cursed episode eighty six episode eighty six Steve is a blessed episode yes this this is the this is the nature of of the show you know is is this beautiful okay, so let's talk about the nugget Steve what is <laughs> the nugget from the Throw- f- do 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 do
0: do 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 Tis a nugget from the archive oh my god it's gorgeous
1: uh, woof.
2: all right so what we've got is uh something an item that we've talked about before just in general which is you know painted hard copies but which what makes this one kind of fun is that it it uh <laughs> on his foot for this klaatu hard copy it's painted hard copy there is uh the name woof written on it so it's just this kind of funny thing where the the kenner production process is taking a cue from the the lucasfilm production process in a just kind of funny way (laughs) um
1: right yeah well i i wonder if that's because these figures are not that easy to identify i mean i don't i can't think of other other hard copies where the character's name is written on them.
2: Yeah, and I no no examples come to mind for me. Um, and I don't know. Do you see the uh, the like the Kenner product memo that has has this list and it has him on there? Right. So so yeah.
1: in this, if you follow the nugget, if you go to the Star Wars Collectors Archive and look up the Klaatu painted hard copy, you know there's a picture of the hard copy and it's a very beautiful thing. And then there's the writing of the woof, much like the pain trooper core. Uh, number one, uh, written on the bottom of my uh, uh, scout trooper. Yes. It is really cool. And Steve, it's not woof, it's woof. Woof, right? sorry, woof. Right, woof, because it's, it's three. Yeah. Can I get a woof, cuz? <laughs> yeah. um, woof, there it was. Um, so, yeah, so there's, in this great article, it's uh, there's three different items that speak through the nature of Woof, right, and how the character was called that. Uh, so the first one is a Keter memo, um, and this is a Kenner memo that was put up, I think, by Christopher Lulius, and it has a lot of other interesting, uh, interesting sort of notes on there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's got her- Hermy on there, um, Yak Faith, uh, it's uh, just one word, a rebel dignitary, it's, it's a really funny note. Oh yes, a, a rebel dignitary. I hadn't seen that. A, a rocket rider. I assume yeah. that is the uh, the aforementioned uh, biker. Scout. Yeah,
2: I figured. Um, I figured we'll bring that up again. Um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting too because so it's got three columns. It's got the list of of characters and then it has their their actual character height. So so woof is six feet tall which translates to a sculpted height of 4.015 inches for for the original sculpt, which then, as the actual process goes through, they they shrink a little bit. So the production toy height is marked here as 3.900 inches. So it's just kind of funny to see it translated that way.
1: Right, yeah, it's it's a really interesting idea that the the heights, so Lucasfilm sends them the height and then they have to figure out how to sculpt it. And they know that through the production process, which I hope if you've listened to 86 episodes of the show, you understand why they're smaller than right. uh, when they're actually finally made from the sculpting and then the mold and the hard copies and all that stuff. Um, it's Yeah, it's really fun to see that. And the cool thing is we get to figure out, Steve, who's taller. <laughs> uh, Chief Sheriff or low gray. Yeah. And the answer is, of course, Low Grey. <laughs> Um, but yeah. They have lots of uh, lots of great what I love is the the fact that they say the height of Reese is yet to be determined by Lucasfilm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you know that was somebody's bad day at work,
2: right? <laughs> right, right? It's like,
1: oh honey, let me tell you, I had to figure out the height of this I don't know, he's just three eye guys and, and they I, they just they just they're not giving me his height. I don't know what to do, I don't know what to put on the sheet. Well, honey, just put that the height has not been determined. You can't say the height's not been determined. Okay. Um, so that's been Imaginary Kenner Sculptor Theater. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, that also on the archive is a really cool, um, it's like a shipping case right. of Klaatu figures.
2: Yes. But that's cool. Cause it
1: just says Wolf W O O F yeah. with Klaatu in parentheses. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like that was going to be his name as well. Mm hmm uh and then and um, in a similar way Clatu is parentheses with Woof um in a in a Canadian catalog yeah yeah would mention. Scott and Bradley we would, would get to us very quickly yes
2: and it's funny I, I don't know if you caught this on that one it looks like the Clatu name is is registered but Woof is not <laughs> it's just kind of funny
1: ooh we could we 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 could register the trademark of Woof
2: yeah um so yeah, that that's our that's our nugget, right? I mean, it's I just I like the the kind of tie-in to the history of the character, too. Because um, yeah, I mean, he's not all that all that exciting, but in at least there's you know some little bit of uh, of trivia. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I like it. I mean,
1: well, no, Steve, this is this is why, uh, this is why you're great, Steve. Okay, <laughs> because you sent this nugget. And I looked at it and I went, oh, great. Another hard coffee <laughs> yeah. nugget. Yep. Oh, my God.
2: Who the hell
1: cares? But then <laughs> we're able to, like, shift it into this whole discussion, further discussion of woof, which is the only interesting thing about Klaatu. Yes. And then this general discussion about there being a real correlation between character height and figure height yeah, and then the difference in the fact that they were so cognizant of the difference between, uh, between the, the sculpted figure and the production figure so yeah. uh, it, it manages to really become something really interesting despite the fact that it seemed like it was not going to be but
2: yes that, job, that's, that's my uh, that is exactly what I have written above my computer whenever I looked for a nugget all that <laughs> <laughs> yeah those are my check, check boxes but,
1: now, the thing that's driving me crazy is that the sculpted height, the production toy height, isn't always the same.
2: <laughs> the same math. <laughs> it's, usually, it's, usually about
1: a, it's usually about a tenth of an inch. Yeah. But sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. Yeah. That's enough to drive your math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Steve, with every nugget, there's always an
0: unloved. do 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 do. You can't hate. Only an unloved hate, the unloved and the unnatural. Do 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 The unloved and the unnatural. Do 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 It's the unloved item of the month. Do do.
2: Yep. All right. Okay. So with unloved, I tend to always gravitate towards a certain licensee uh, I don't know if yeah. you noticed this, but I guess when you're starting to get down the line, it becomes tough to find much. <laughs> uh, and that's right. that's Sigma, my which I truly do love. It is not unloved at all in 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 my collecting world, but um, I just find them really really bizarre. <laughs> um, so yeah,
1: so, yeah. So it's the oh, what is this? Is this one of those weird little like? Sculptures, yeah. So
2: figurine? it's a little, it's it's a figurine uh, of a character named Clatu. But what's odd about this, and I just, it's 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 like it always is. I never pay that close attention to I'm really, really looking at something for the show. This Clatu is yet a different incarnation of a Clatu than than the Clatu skiff figure or this original Clatu figure. So this is a different guy altogether.
1: Yeah, this this one has two bandolier straps. <laughs> yeah, and he has a gun. But yeah, not a vibro axe. No, he he appears to be wearing a fanny pack. Yeah. on his
2: stomach. I was gonna say it looks like it's like a a little lunch pail. Like if he was going to work at Jabba's palace, that's where his lunch would be. And, and for some reason, he's just wearing it on his belly. <laughs> and Steve, those aren't pants. No, wait a minute. What is going on here? <laughs> he's wearing a speedo. <laughs> A Klaatu Speedo. Oh, my God.
1: Because that is, I mean, that is a sizable pouch he's got going there.
2: (laughs) And then he's wearing...
1: Okay, so if you don't have the enhanced episode, or if Steve has to edit this thing down and we don't have an enhanced episode, which is also quite possible, um, (laughs) you're just going to have to take my word for this. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. Sky tries to describe Speedo Klaatu. It is... A figurine, meaning it has no articulation. It's the familiar Klaatu dog lizard green face right. with a darker green hood. Mm-hmm. He has crossed bandolier straps, much like the Jawas. He has this little pouch on his stomach. And then he has a Speedo, <laughs> which is like a darker green Speedo. That, that matches uh, his knee-high legs. boots. <laughs> right, and then knee-high boots. I mean, this is like a a truly weird-looking character.
0: This guy here. Uh, I'm just editing the episode, whatever eight months after we recorded it, and uh, I noticed something about Clatu Speedo, which is a funny thing to say. Clatu Speedo. It's very clear that it's intentional. If you look at the box, Clatu is wearing actual pants, and you can tell because the area above his knee-high boots and below his waist are painted gray. So he's actually wearing gray pants on the box. Presumably there's some kind of paint sample out there. Uh, contact us if you have it. And so in the production version, they just painted it differently and really made it so that the area above his f me boots and below his Speedo are fleshy green. It's amazing the things we discover. You know, I, I'm just sitting here and it's a, a couple of days after Thanksgiving. I just realized that what I do is really important. And I, I really help the world um, by pointing out uh, the relative state of undress uh, of a of a background character from a science fiction movie, uh, as represented in a
1: fairly obscure toy. I've wasted my life. I mean, this is like <laughs> a a truly weird looking character.
2: Yeah. Oh, see, it's funny. I I was trying to figure out who exactly he was, and at at one point. I, I had read and assumed that he was the guy that that kind of consoles the uh, the rancor keeper after his pet is dead. Like he's that guy that kind of you know pats him on the back and tells him that life is gonna be okay. I, I think that's who this is supposed right. to be. But now that he's got a speedo on, I, I'm not entirely sure about that.
1: Well, we don't know exactly who Jabba likes to watch dance. That's and we know true. he likes to watch women dance, but yeah. I think if he if he were really this like super hedonistic creature, I think he would also demand young, attractive aliens of the male, you know, the male genders dance for as well. I mean, that's just <laughs> that's just simple science. To right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: yeah. So that'd be pretty
1: fun if he actually had. Imagine if you had Han up there dancing instead. That would oh, been far out. Oh man. You know, if you put like Han in like a you know some kind of magic mic outfit.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh jeez. Um, yeah, I don't mean, know. I mean, I, something I, tells I, me I, Harrison would Ford be wouldn't be wouldn't idea. be up for that. Not that the idea is necessarily <laughs> the worst thing ever, but I feel like Harrison would just say, no. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'll put that out there to Cat uh, listeners. Uh, what do you think? Put in the comments. Do you think that Java also had male dancers that we just don't see in the movies? Well, all right, everybody. Um, and <laughs> if he did, definitely Speedo Clatu, the empathy alien, would be the one because um, he he empathy he. Well, I guess he sympathizes. I don't think yeah. he actually ever lost his own.
2: Yeah, maybe not. So the, the, the,
1: well, that is definitely an awesome. Uh, I actually took out of the box the Emperor. Um, the Emperor Sigma. Oh that I right. Got recently. So you
2: you did end up getting one of those.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got one of those uh, from uh, from Christopher Riley actually one oh, of the Empire State that's, Meetups.
2: That's awesome. And, it...
1: and yeah, it's, it's really cool. And he's just like slumped over in his chair. And he just <laughs> really does look like an old man, just too tired to stay awake for Carson. <laughs> well.
2: Yeah, so he, he's he's just as glorious in person, or even more so. Yes, even more so. It truly is a lump. Good. So yeah, it, it's kind of false to say that Sigma is is unloved on this show, but uh, I just can't resist when when it matches up. So, sorry. All right. Um...
1: back recording again Steve, well this has been an exciting episode uh, as we always do we will let you behind the curtain to say uh, we've recorded everything out of order yeah. we recorded the David Mendel interview well we haven't recorded it yet um, we recorded the thing with Anthony before we've recorded the intro twice uh, everything is, is absolutely up in the air yes. we're still not quite back on solid ground I don't quite have my computer yet um, but really, as always, what is needed for the show is uh, Steve and Sky uh, talking about Star Wars toys. And I believe we have done that.
2: Yeah, I, I think if, if we've done anything, we've definitely done that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how it actually all ends up,
1: how it looks.
2: Uh, remains to be seen yeah i just
1: took out my copy of kellerman which is oh. what i always use to figure out which figure is next
2: yeah so what, what do um, we do what are have we up to no i oh,
1: i don't oh, hey you know what wait wait wait. we asked a question before about what figures have bandoliers.
2: oh yeah uh, right
1: So we can answer it okay so here's the answer one chewbacca right two jawa yep three sand people sand people ah Four, IG-88. Yep, you got that one. Uh, oh, not quite. Uh, well, I mean, low-grade has a bag. Yeah, that's, that's not a bandwidth. No, no, okay. no. That doesn't count. Uh, f- five, platu and I believe, oh, six, Barada. Okay. How about that? All right. And that's it. So six figures have bandoliers.
2: <laughs> that's that's a decent percentage.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. So do you happen to know who the next figure is, Steve?
2: I did at one point, but I I can't remember right now.
1: Well, he was, in the original Kenner memo, the rebel dignitary. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait, is that supposed to be General Medin? Anyway, See, that, that's rebel that's, commander.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right. That, okay, that sounds right. Um and I believe that means we need to have somebody on who I
1: I don't think we've ever actually had on officially.
2: Yeah. So there's there's a I think a couple people we'll probably have a, a commando round table. That that that's that could be in the works.
1: Nice. A commando round table. Something. Yeah. Leia Boosh also has a bandolier shirt. ah Seven. man another one. Okay. Alright, sounds good. In that case, uh Wampa
2: Wampa. Adios.
0: Uh, new Star Wars figures available in the uh, you know, early bird certificate package. You got Princess Leia, Darth Vader, Darth and Chewbacca uh, with uh, with the uh, certificate.